Welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast, episode 363. I'm Jeff. That's Ron. Hello, Ron. I'm Ron. Hi. How's it going? Good, man. I uh, I feel like we're we're doing these more infrequently. Like it's hard to get in our rhythm. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I mean, luckily we didn't have much of a, a problem setting up tonight. But I I get major true. anxiety every time. It's like, does this work? It's no, no. Whatever you did, I yeah, can hear you. Whatever you did tonight was perfect. Whatever you did tonight yeah. was perfect. Um, yeah, we're good. I just, you know, for our our viewers, the folks that like to see us talk, I don't know. There's probably eight of them. Yeah. I feel bad because these fucking glasses are super reflective and bright. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to struggle without them, but I may have to put them on for uh, for some segments here. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I got I got all the written stuff, though. You're, you're fine. You just have to respond. Okay. Um, all right. I got some auction action. I had to think about that because that's tough to say. Um, auction action, and I'm back looking at some stuff from Bring a Trailer. You gotta, you gotta. Okay. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you where it's from, so you can. That helps a lot. Like geographically, or no, no, no. Like which yeah. auction? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like cars and bids is different than Bring. You know, like all that shit. Um, all right, first up. So I'm. Not, am I guessing sales? Oh yeah, you're gonna guess price in the game already. Yeah, this is fun. Um, 1967 Ford Mustang Fastback. It's a resto mod. Mm -hmm. Under the hood, it has a Coyote V8 with a mm -hmm. Borla 8 stack on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Backed up by a T56 six-speed Curry 9-inch Outback. The interior actually isn't that bad for a resto mod. Like, they did some different trim treatments, but otherwise, you know, it looks like a Mustang. So that's good. Mm -hmm. um, on the outside, it's it's all right. Um, but you, it, What's that? 67. Is it a fastback? Yep. You can tell oh, it's a resto mod. You know, like like the paint's too bright. The wheels are too modern for the car. Right. Um, the wheels the wheels aren't terrible themselves, but they just don't fit the car. They're from like shot wheels or something like okay. that. Okay. Um, I don't like yeah. shot. <laughs> Worked with him over the years. All right. Shot wheels. That, that Honestly, like that tells me more than anything about the build style, the quality, and... <clears throat> uh, kind of uh, the the builder's I don't know budget or attitude towards the build. Like interesting, they're uh, they're pricey and they're okay. Typically bespoke and like um, I don't know, very old. I want to say old school street rod style. Like so, I don't know who built it, but I'm gonna say what 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 color was it? It's it's like a it's like a candy red. With black stripes. Candy red with black stripes. I don't know. Yeah, like a, like a like a like a. I'm gonna say that's a hundred and fifty thousand dollars sale. Three fifty five. God damn! What? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it, I thought that one was shockingly high. Um, I get it. You can spend the money, but I just I can't imagine. Like, I know how you can spend the money. Spend the money uh -huh. like that on a car specifically a mustang but i would never like it's right still a mustang it's still a coyote like yep. i don't i don't get it like that's yeah i would not i would not enjoy building and driving a car that expensive no no no, no. um and i'm gonna do something uh, for those of you listening um in the video description and on the 
written description, I'm going to try to add, I'm going to remember to add links to these auctions. So later on, you can go check them out or click them as you're watching along. It's easier than trying oh, to put the pictures in. Please do, because I want to check myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, next up, this is an interesting one. 1984 Mercedes 500 SL oh mini go-kart by Lorenzer. <laughs> Built by Lorenzer? Yes. That's what it says. Does it have a roof? No, convertible. Um, it's got a seven and three-quarter Briggs and Stratton motor with a two-speed manual gearbox, and it is in pretty nice shape. Okay. <laughs> it's a fucking wild card, dude, but I imagine yeah. it's probably like, I, I would guess between 25 and 30K. 5,900 bucks. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I'm not faulting you on either of those first two because the Mustang price is crazy. And how the hell do you guess a go kart? <laughs> well, also, I heard golf cart, not go kart. So, oh, I I'm sorry. No, go kart. You, no, you definitely little... said go kart, but I, I interpreted okay. it as golf. So, All right. I'm, I'm yeah, thinking no, of, like, cool. this is something somebody will cruise around fucking Palm Springs or. Fucking, right. You know, All right. Like All right. Um, all right, this next one I picked because you named it. Uh, it's a 2007 Honda Element SC that, yes, was sold on Bring a Trailer. 51,000 miles, very clean. And it's uh -huh. funny, in the, in the video of the car, it's in a garage from the seller with like five Porsches. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it was their kid's car, their wife's car, their just daily fuck around car. Um, yeah, clean Element with 51,000 miles. I'm going to guess whatever the sticker was of that car. So I'm going to guess like 18,000 something. 18,595. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was impressive. See, I know. I know what I know. All right. This last one I picked, you'll know why immediately, but I'm, I'm nervous that you paid attention to it. 2002 <laughs> Mercedes-Benz SL500 Silver Arrow. Motherfucker. With no, 46,000. It was a 500? What's that? It was a 500, not a 600? Yeah, it was a 500. Okay, because somebody sent me a 600 on Bring a Trailer the other day. And I'm I'm scared of the, the 600s, to be completely honest with you. But God sure. damn. Uh, 46,000 miles. Oh, One of 1,450. The original sticker right. price, I'm just throwing this in to fuck with you, was 87,945. Yeah. Um. There's not really any options, so there's no questions to ask. Right. It is what it is. Um, what did you say? 40-something thousand miles? 46,000. Shit, man. This said there was a scuff on the front fender, but otherwise it looked really clean. Well, I, we're going to get into this. I, I, I think I may, may have changed my mind on on even wanting one of these, but uh, wow, will be okay. part of the discussion later. But like, it's because they're they're popping up so much more frequently on auction sites and, you know, for sale. And I think people are realizing, you know, their scarcity. So I'm going to guess this thing went for $65,000. You're going to be pretty upset that you didn't buy it because it went for $25,000. Fuck. Are you serious? Totally serious. Oh my God. <laughs> There's cars. Oh my God. With way more miles. And I mean, I don't know the condition of this thing, but it's probably, you know, it looks fine. I didn't Holy dig in if there was like amazing. a past accident right, or that's something. It's like I see cars with low miles, like under 50,000 miles for like listed. And who knows if they'll sell anywhere close to this, but lifted, listed, excuse me, for forty five dollars to $60,000. Well, maybe you use this auction as a bargaining thing, you know, if, you, yeah. if you do decide to. Hell hunt. yeah. Um, 
I thought yeah. I was about to get priced out of this. So that's encouraging. 25 grand. I love uh, it. Yeah. sold. It wasn't just bid to that, That's so I'm going to go back to it just to be 100% sure. Uh, let's see. Where did, did I close that one? Oh, son of a bitch. I think I closed that one. Um, Honestly, no, that's like for a good driver that's been maintained and like, you know, isn't fucking showroom condition. Like, I think that's the sweet spot. I think that's where yeah. most of these cars should be priced to be completely honest. Yeah. It was no reserve car. Um, no, Damn reserve it. Car. I wasn't paying attention. Nobody sent it to me, but somebody did send me an SL 600 that's live on BAT right now. And it was only at 10,000. I think it was just listed yesterday. And um, I, like I said, I'm scared of the 600s. But what I only found out recently was that there were only 100 uh, of the SL600 Silver Arrows made. Oh, wow. So super, super scarce relative to the 500. But also the 600 doesn't have the two-tone leather interior and steering wheel. It's got black leather interior with silver stitching. So they differentiated the 600 from the 500 that way. Interesting. I, I just, just learned that this like this week, honestly. I, I just scrolled down too. Um, and uh, the guy who bought it, someone said, congratulations and blah, blah, blah. And the guy said, I guess it's an addiction. I have seven so far and a lot in Kuwait and two in the States. <laughs> Getting that wow. Yeah. He jumped the final bid by three grand and the other people were like nickel and diamond. <laughs> um, yeah. You, so he, he, this guy was going to beat you. Um, yeah, for sure. That's good to know in hindsight. Um, and oh, then yeah. one random note, um, the Hoonigan Lord Frightening is on Brigham. Oh, Trail. yeah. That's a what? Uh, where's it at right now? So it's there's not, 15. Can sell yet, right? No, there's 15 hours left and it's at 27 grand. Somebody bought it on eBay. I'm curious to see what it sold for on eBay last year. But uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's at, it's at a dealer in Florida. It says Bullet Motorsports in, out of Florida. They're the ones selling it. Never buy a car out of Florida. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I would say never one... buy a car built by Hoonigan, but uh, <laughs> I, I think that's just sage advice. I think everybody already knows that. No offense yeah, yeah. to my homies, but uh, no, no, no. I mean, is two turbo, two JZ. Uh, it's got a T five six, and it's got like. I don't know. I think it, it's, it's also, quick. I think it dyno like oh, 600 sure. something horsepower. Like, but it's it also uh, a Haltech and E85. Yeah. So you totally. guys deal with all that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder where it's going to fit. I'm it's not reliable, but it's not like usable as a truck anymore. Like it's not, right. it's not like a, a regular lightning by any stretch. And if you're, you have to do a mission, if you're in a state where you have to do a mission, I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is a, so what, what destined. what's your deal with the the um, Mercedes? What's what's so I've I've been seeing uh, silver arrows uh, for sale, varying condition from anywhere from thirteen to twenty five to forty five. Like you know, they're all over the map, and I think people are I don't know both infatuated with and kind of maybe romanticizing the scarcity of those cars. They're, they're everywhere. Like, yeah, there's only 1500 made, but like they're, they're for sale all over the place. So they are special, but they're not as special as some maybe dealers, uh, kind of feel they are. So it's like, it's, it's all the collector car dealers that have them outrageously priced, yeah. you know, all the, all the drivers and the private sellers are much more realistic about their, their worth. And, um, you know, they're, they're collectible, but not. Not like the SL six hundred where there was only a hundred made worldwide. Right. Please give me. Hey man, stop. 
dog sitting and Milo is licking the shit out of his paws. Quit. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so where I'm at is I've had I've had an about face in the last week or so. Um and what I wanted. Like I think I we've talked about this fucking ad nauseum, but uh I wanted to sell the Audi and buy both the SVT Lightning, like the 9903 Lightning, and an right. SL 500 Silver Arrow. So I've gone down so many rabbit holes in the last week and like looking at what aftermarket parts are available for each of those and like what I would do and, you know, how I would make it my own and shit. And um, I've had a little bit of a an about face. I think it might be smarter to buy... Uh, instead of the R129 SL, like the, the 2002, like I wanted to step up to the R230, the, the next body style, right. yeah. and get an SL55 with the supercharged sure. M119, I think. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's a more complex car. It's not from the era of, you know, the, the, mid 80s like yeah. 90s like tank like uh construction that mercedes is known for so it's 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 bridging that gap between like the digital era and where things got super complicated and computer controlled you know it's got the folding hard top but um it's i still see them as like a bargain like i see them you know yeah. under 25 under twenty five thousand dollars, and you're talking about oh, five absolutely. horsepower you can unlock so much horsepower with like, you know, a tune, a pulley, you know, all the, the usual supercharged tricks. And um, if I do that, then I feel like I don't need a supercharged V8 truck at the same time. Um, we're introducing a, a new series of wheels that are like a retro series. And we're calling them street heat. And they're basically like, you know, inspired by billet, like, Boyd's and uh, billet specialties and Budnick uh, designs from the you know mid nineties, and uh, I want to build a truck like of that era, and I want an OBS truck and an OBS Chevy, and yeah. the cheapest OBS trucks that are available currently are short uh, regular cab long beds. Like they're the least desirable. They're the grandpa trucks and like they're, they're super common. Like, you know, they're a dime a dozen and they're just not very well valued, even though a lot of them are in really good shape and have all the same equipment as like my, my old Tahoe and such. Right. But what I want to do is build a phantom dually, which basically means attaching the dually fenders to this long bed truck. The short bed is too short. Like the proportions are all off. Like that won't work. But, uh, you know, every time I, I look for these trucks, I'm reminded of the truck that I almost bought before I bought my Tahoe that was for sale at the Pomona swap meet, which is where I bought my truck, but it was for sale at the Pomona swap meet, like five months earlier, four months mm-hmm. earlier. I think I bought my, my truck in October and at the June Pomona swap meet that year in 2019, there was a, a regular cab long bed dually like a legit dually that was built. It looked identical to my truck. It was black with the chrome grill and the chrome bumper, had a roll pan, like custom interior and shit. And it turns out the guy who I bought my Tahoe from was selling that dually oh. months previous. 
Like I went back and I looked at pictures and it had the same window decal, like from his oh. like boat <laughs> shop in, in Havasu. Right. So like I had like texted with this dude and like I was trying to buy that truck, but it just didn't really make any sense at the time. Like it wasn't as practical a daily as the Tahoe turned out to be. So sure. I've always like that truck, like just, I don't know, it just like struck a nerve with me and like, I want to recreate that, but as a fan of Dually. So it won't have Dually wheels. I'll just have one really big wide wheel in the rear. So probably like a 24 by 12 with like a 355 tire. And so like it fits a it like by nine in the front, like hits the fender? Huh? So it, it hits the end of the fender? Yeah, exactly. And um, yep. the front That's won't, you know, won't protrude like a normal dually wheel. It'll just have a, like yeah. a regular wheel in the front. And um, I just think that'd be a fucking cool cruiser with a lot of presence and like, I, I like most of these trucks are, I'm seeing that most of the trucks that are for sale now are even V6 trucks. And like, that wouldn't even bother me. Like, I just, you know, I want to slam it on air. And like, I can buy a truck for like five, six grand. Yeah. Do, you know, do the dually fenders and put, you know, these silly ass wheels on it and just cruise it. Like, you know, yeah. as opposed to having the SL be my, you know, cool, like slow cruiser. Like if I got an SL 55, like, you know, that would be my fun fast car yeah and you know the the truck would just be for for taking it slow and you know cruising huntington or up and down the coast and you know hitting all the spots and shows and stuff to uh to kind of showcase this new wheel line so nice. i don't know it's uh that's been my latest obsession i'm like looking at all the different like air ride options for these trucks and all the different modifications like for power for the sls and like i'm all over the place but i'm i'm all but convinced that that is the way to go now but Sweet. this this auction kind of throws a monkey wrench in that it's like fuck if i can if i can still get like a, a really nice car that's been maintained for under 25 grand like that's i yeah. still love that body style and like, like there's just such a, a community around that so absolutely I don't know. we'll see uh i i mean whichever way you go i like both plans so uh i support either one um appreciate it i um I, I'm going to talk about something that I can't talk about yet. Um, I started my new project the last few days that you know is coming yes, out. Can you please um, stop? My God. Come on. You got to stop. So can I... Uh, what? No, I can't hear it. No? I don't know what he got into, what he started. I can't um, hear it. Can you talk while... I listen and wipe his paws because I don't know what he's. Yeah, sure, doing. sure. Go for it. Absolutely. Um, it's, it won't be a long segment because I can't say too much, okay. but um, I will say that I have a television show coming out soon uh, on a car network. So that part's easy to figure out. Um, can't say who it's with. I can't say what, <laughs> what it's you about. Say? You can't say anything. I just, I'm like prepping people to get into anticipation of it. I'm waiting. I think I'll be able to talk about it for sure next month, hopefully sooner. We're waiting on confirmation. But all I will say is that we shot the first episode of the show and it was a lot of fun. There's some really cool shit. And when we're done recording, I will tell you some of the stuff that happened because some insane numbers happened. Okay, cool, um, man. I'm excited. Like I've been yeah. looking forward to this. I've known it's coming for, I don't know, six months or so now. So right. I'm excited for you and I'm excited to hear all about it. Yeah. Um, and then for all of you listening who are now getting uh, automotive television blue balls, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> keep keep those keep those nuts in check and you can bust them next month. Um, 
The actual first episode is slated to air in July, though. So there is. Oh, really? Okay. But I would assume we'll be talking about it. Hopefully, you know, there'll be a marketing plan from when I like we were taking stills and stuff while we were out there, too. Um, To get to and from the show. All I'm going to say, you know, as being somebody in the nose, that you were much more handsome than your co host. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. The co host would actually say the same, but that's (laughs) whatever. Um, uh, To and from. I drove because uh, I had to drive way out inland California. Um, this week I had the Jeep Wrangler 392 Rubicon 20th Anniversary Edition. Yeah, those Atlantis uh, guys know how to how to tackle and, the names. <laughs> yeah, the I got to tell you, as a highway bomber, you would never pick a Wrangler, but as a highway mm-hmm. bomber, the 392 Wrangler, holy shit! You know, is this your first time driving it? No, I've driven it before. Okay, I've driven yeah, it yeah. Before. Um, so I know our, our buddy Johnny loves it. Like it's his favorite. I think I don't know overall Jeep project or product or just yeah. Regular. I know he likes it. I know he likes it. Um, personally, if I was so picking, special, like I, I don't get it. Like because it's like I mean, street tuned, right? It's not. No, I mean it's still a Rubicon. This one's on thirty fives. It it absolutely is so still one. It all, rips. Are all three ninety twos Rubicons. Yes. Yes, yes, okay. they are. Because um, from what I remember Johnny saying, it was tuned by the like former uh, SRT team. So it was yes. like much more of a yeah. road going, just like you said, like a highway. No, it's, so you would think it, 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 I mean, I can understand why you would think that, but it, it's not road going at all. It is, it okay. is, maybe it, they make it drive a little bit better on the road, but it's still a Wrangler. You know, it was windy, mm-hmm. so I'm getting blown around out there. Um I was basically like driving with the wheel like this at one point on the highway, but I didn't care. I was still doing 85. I was even though I saw you. Oh, I was like crabbing down the road, like going straight with the wheel turned. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh Um, Like landing a plane, you know, coming in sideways. Um, (laughs) It was, but I I, I was doing like 85.90 for like an hour, Mm -hmm. two hours straight coming in from way out in the desert. And I think I was averaging just over 12 miles a gallon. Um, it's so loud in a good way with the exhaust. It's so loud yeah. in a bad way with just the noise in the truck the on the highway. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, God. That's what but, I, say. I feel like that would be exhausting. It, Oh, dude, it was so – because also like a full day shooting in the wind, like wind burn from yeah. the wind. That's how bad the wind was. You, um, wait, and then – Did you have top off? No, I wasn't using that as a as a camera car. No, just like you're saying, windburn from the shoot. Just like standing there talking to camera. Yeah, just that's how bad the wind was on the the, the, out there. Um, But the thing, I mean, like to have a Jeep Wrangler that you can point and shoot in traffic is fucking crazy. Um, And now this twenty years, you have it Monday. Um, I might go somewhere with it on Sunday though. I'm not sure. Yet. I'm yeah. trying to organize. I, have a, I don't know yet because I have a friend who just bought a Bronco Raptor and he's like, I want to drive in the dirt now because I have this. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and um, the uh, it has an onboard air compressor, which is fucking it's awesome. Not, but like, yeah. Are you going to use it? Yeah. I, I mean, just, I'll use it just to use it. But wherever we go, I, I won't be in a position where I need to like air down, but I'll right. use it to try it. Um, sure. Yeah, none of this stuff I'll be driving on will I I need to air down. Everybody, it's funny. I one time I was going to the local hills, and I was coming off the trail, and somebody was getting ready to go up. He's like, he just bought a brand new Defender, 
he's like, uh, do I need to air down for this? I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, you don't. Like, hey, I appreciate your enthusiasm. Maybe you're new to off-roading. Congratulations. I didn't say all this, but in my head, I'm like, you do not need to. I drove, I've drove. i driven up this in a Mazda CX-50. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I got a flat in the Mazda, but still, that's unrelated. <laughs> that was my fault. Uh, yeah, the Jeep, it's $95,000. Are you serious? Yeah. Base price is 82. This one is 95. Okay. What are the $13,000 worth of options? What, like, um, well, it has the extreme. Yeah, it's already 35. outrageous. 82 is outrageous, but what, what is yeah. $13,000 worth of options in a Jeep Wrangler? It's so it, it has like the uh, extreme 35 package, which is like the, the bigger wheels and tires. It's got extra sliders. It's got a, the brush guard up front. I think there might be different protection underneath. Since it's 20th anniversary edition, it comes with like a 180-piece tool kit. The onboard compressor. What's that? 20th anniversary of what? Rubicon. Like the Rubicon oh. trim. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Of Wrangler Rubicon. Um, of fucking printing money. That's what's the 20th anniversary <laughs> of. Um, either way, the Jeep just kicks like crazy amounts of ass. It's, it's, it's a blast. Have you driven one in one? I have not. That's like, it's the most interesting thing from Jeep because of everything that I've read and heard about it. Like, I don't know. I think that would be sick as like a summer cruiser. Like, you know, well, you know, then leave work early and take PCH home and like stop off at the dog beach, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, you know, super cool, but you know, I've never been. Super excited about a Wrangler, but that one's cool. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Of course. I get that. You know how the 6.4 is like the best sounding V8 on oh, that yeah. side of the family? For sure. Imagine it with like a way shorter exhaust. <laughs> it's just, it's that much louder. Yeah, is it like um, cut off underneath? What do you mean shorter? Uh, well, just because the wheelbase of the Jeep is is not very long. So like, I think the tubing, the actual physical tubing is shorter than it would be on a Challenger. But also you can turn it off. I think there's like a literal bypass and like oh, really? it just cuts open. It's like it's like blah 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 blah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's crazy how loud it is. Um, but it's awesome. Um, well, let me know what you end up doing on Sunday, Ed. Like to okay. take that thing out. Yeah, I'll let you know. Um, now, totally changing topics. Um, lemons is coming up at the oh, end yeah? of the month. Yeah, Where Thunder Hill. So way up Where's north. Thunder Hill? Like, what city is it close to? north of sacramento that's what i thought okay yeah so it's gonna it's an eight and a half hour drive <laughs> are you gonna drive the montero up or yeah i was gonna i was gonna fly but um the flights all suck and the timing like i'd either have to leave the race early on sunday or like it's because it's also memorial day weekend so the prices aren't great so yeah. i was thinking i'll just drive up i'll leave um like thursday morning get there friday thursday evening and then I have all day Friday to like test and help if we need to do anything with the cars and relax. And then after the race on Sunday, I'm going to drive back to uh, Tim's house is the, you know, original co-founder of Hooniverse mm-hmm. and he owns the cars. I'll sleep at his house on Sunday and then like drive Lakers. Fremont. He lives in Fremont. So much more reasonable. So the South of San Francisco. What's that? Is that an hour or two away from? No, it's probably, it's, it's kind of, it's probably still like three, four hours. If I had to, I'm going to Google it right now. Sacramento to Fremont. Oh no. Okay. You're right. It's an, it's two hours. So 
that's to Sacramento though. So we're still, you know, 40 minutes North of there. Um, but either way I'll drive there and then it's a much more reasonable drive on Monday. I'll just get up Monday and and hit the road and it's, there should be no traffic since it's Memorial day weekend. Right. Um, but we're running two cars. Oh, what? Yeah, we, we are now any updates to the Ranchero, but we got another car. Yeah. So yeah, the Ranchero, I believe I've talked about the V8 that's going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be sick. Um, that's being bolted together still right now, but I mean, the engine's in, it's just being buttoned up. Uh, mm-hmm. but Tim's dad, uh, he's a retired, you know, ex teacher, I believe. Um, he was given a year or two, maybe two years ago. It's been a while. So he like bought like the cheapest MGB GT. Um, and then someone gave him like a pallet of Buick V8s. So we're putting a Buick V8 in this MGB GT. We're going to do like a, like a, like a 60s, 70s, like British douchebag theme with like the mustaches and the caps and shit like that. Are so you we're going to run. Grow out a mustache or are you going to No, no, no. Fake, like fake mustache. Like good time, bro. Grow I can't, I can't. This is all too Jewishy. I can't do it. Um, so we're going to run two cars. Um, so theoretically, if both cars are running well, that's a shitload of track time, like an almost, almost too much track time, um, which has never been a problem for us in the past. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if both cars are running, you know, let me know if you need another driver, dude, that shit sounds yeah. fun. Okay. I'll let you know. Um, right now I think we're full up, but I will keep you posted. Okay. Uh, cause it is a lot of cars. Um, yeah. Uh, now besides that. Um, what is going on in the cars you still have? What's going, what's happening? Um, so I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but one of, one of the kind of influences or deciding factors in me not wanting to buy a lightning now, besides having a supercharged V8 SL is that, uh, like one of my oldest friends, Richard, um, he's like one of my best friends since freshman year at USC. So we've been friends for 25 years now. Um, he has a O3 lightning that like we built like back in the day, like, you know, all bolt on stuff, suspension. I've, I've changed out the wheels, like from every manufacturer that I've ever worked at. So currently he has like 22s on it, uh, Forgiatos that I built from like five years ago or something. And, um, it's just a, a truck that like he's, you know, it's his baby. He'll always have it. Like it's been repainted twice now. Um, it's probably got 150,000 miles, but he's got like a burnt cylinder. And like, he's just like, dude, like we, we went to lunch last week cause he wanted to pick my brain on like what to do to kind of resurrect it and bring it back. He just got it repainted, but you know, he's got to either rebuild the motor or do something different. And I'm just like, yo, the reason why I wanted the lightning was cause I wanted to build one to kind of my taste, but like, he's also my partner in the, the 62 continental. Right. Okay. So like, you know, we like, he he's a car guy but he's not knowledgeable at all like he was just like yeah i threw the number eight piston i was like you don't throw a piston bro but (laughs) like what did what did the guy who told you what happened what did he actually say or can i see a text or did you drop call that that guy he's just like like did you burn a piston because i I think that's what you told me like a year or two ago and he's like yeah yeah yeah, burn a piston i'm like all right cool so drop you know richard's Richard's my boy and he's like he's got good taste and like he's got cool shit but like he just like the terminology just does not stick right so yeah anyway he's just like before i get burned like you know here's like the quote i got to rebuild this motor and like freshen everything up and like you know 
does this make sense? Should I do this? And I'm just like, you know, I wanted to build a Godzilla, like a supercharged Godzilla powered lightning or expedition with like lightning bumpers and trim and stuff. So I was just like, fuck. I was just like, if you are in need of, you know, a new power plant, I'm like, you really want to build this thing and make it cool. Like, you know, I can hit up some of the people that I work with in the aftermarket and see if we can get a deal on like a Godzilla and a supercharger and a 10 speed. And like, let's update this thing and like bring it, you know, into the 2020s and like build something that has current aftermarket support. Like, you know, there's like not too many guys that are still modifying and passionate about modifying the 5.4 liter two valve supercharged motor from, you know, 1999. Like, Right. Those shops are kind of antiquated and like few and far between now, but like everybody wants to be like on the forefront of technology and customization and, you know, making big power with new technology and new motors and stuff. So I'm like, you know, the Godzilla is like the new darling of like the Ford aftermarket industry, like even more so than the Coyote. So um, he's like, dude, like, you know, just give me a budget. Like, let me know what it's going to cost. Let me know how you can help. And like, if you want to, like if you want to wrench on it, if you have a shop that you want to do it, like he's, he's game. So um, that's super exciting for me because Hey, it's something that we can do together. And like, that's what, that's what the Lincoln was supposed to be. Right. You know, when we bought it 10 plus years ago, it was like going to be a project for the two of us to, to fuck with and kind of make our own. And it's been in storage this entire time. So right. I'm ready to pull it out of storage and Godzilla swap that as we've talked about before and right. also the lightning. So, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I get to kind of live vicariously through him. Like I get to build the truck that I want to build to my taste, but for him and make sure that it's right and make sure he doesn't get taken advantage of and make sure that, you know, it's a, a product that he's, you know, happy with and like able to enjoy in the end. So, that that has also kind of swayed my my change and taste and what I want to do. So sure, I'm looking forward to that and getting this K10 sold and working on that and the uh, and the Lincoln. So, have you done anything with the K10? Fuck you, Joe. That was a serious question. <laughs> I didn't know if you. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done anything. I've, I've sourced all the parts that I need and I just need to, I'm honestly like I'm waiting for my tax refund. Um, Uncle Sam needs to get his shit together. Fucking cousin Gavin. He sent me my money last week, but, uh, Uncle my, cousin Sam Gavin money, my cousin Gavin money took a while. My, my, and I, really? owed, I owed money to, um, Uncle Sam. So, oh, really? yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a refund from both and I got my refund in just like a week from California, but, uh, yeah, the federal refund, I'm like almost three weeks now. So, mm, yeah. Um, once, once that hits, then it's time to order a bunch of parts for both the K10 and the Mustang, get those both back on the road. And then I can get the K10 sold, get the Lincoln into the shop and maybe the lightning as well and start wrenching. And I'm just looking forward to having something cool and fun to work on. Man. Like, yeah. You know, I just, I've been so like, whatever for like the last two years. Like, I just don't give a shit. Like it's, it's been enough to have peace of mind that my cars are safe. Yeah. Like, I've just been enjoying that, but you know, I do miss fucking around 
turning wrenches and cutting shit up and just doing stuff. So I hear you. I, I hear I think you. This should be a summer of activities. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, let's slide on over to our Instagram questions. Pull those bitches up. All right. Um, not that many tonight, but not a big deal. Um, pretty cool projects as next car after the Benz and Montero is done. I mean, you say after the Benz is done, like I have a date and let's, let's <laughs> after the Benz is done, I want to drive it. Um, yeah. and Montero is, is a never will it, that'll always be either mildly evolving, but that's just like a main, maintenance thing on the Montero. I'm never selling the Montero. Right. Um, Unless I, people have asked me that. And I've always said, unless like some idiot was like, I'll give you 30 for it. I'd be like, yeah, enjoy your new Montero. Um, But, but, you know, and that I only say that price because I mean, obviously it's not worth anything near that. So if they said that, I'd be like, "Uh, okay, dummy, give me your money. (laughs) I'll buy another. Honestly, what is like the Montero market like lately? Like, Uh, it's often like, you know, similar like options, like what, what what do you what do you honestly think those are worth? Um, I mean, like a really clean. It's funny too because like you can find some clean first gens, but they're like like they're never. There are some very clean first gens, but a lot of times they're not like that clean. So sure. sometimes when I see one, I'm like, oh, that's clean. It's clean compared to mine. You know, like um. On like like Lynn Woodward's hers is his hers is a beautiful example of a very clean first gen. Hers is a two door, right? Hers is a two door. Hers is a four cylinder, um, and it's just a lovely stock Montero. Um, And so, I don't know. I I, hers is probably worth like ten to twelve. Twelve is like feels high. Some people would be like. Some people who are like, no, that's like a that's like a twenty thousand dollar truck. Even Lynn would be like, you're on crack. Um, no, give me the money. Yeah, no, it's like her, like a super clean first gen is ten to twelve. Um, okay. Uh, so and that's like unmodified. Mm-hmm. Um, now uh, this is funny. I just read this from from Kev C two thousand two. It says not for the podcast. <laughs> But it says, how did you and Ron like your alcohol? Do I need to bring the same or different? Well, it's now for the podcast. Um, Ron, did you drink it? Because I, I that was for you. I did. I uh, I feel like it's a savory. So it's like a maple syrup, like uh, liqueur, like maple syrup, uh, whiskey liqueur. So it's, uh, I feel like it's a very wintertime holiday. Uh, that makes sense. Spirit. And... Um, I really enjoyed it, but it's uh, it's sweet to my palate. It's like I've shared it, but um, I still I still have like at least half a bottle left. I think you know nice. I just I typically I believe in separation of church and state. Sweet and my alcohol typically do not go together. Like I just don't. Sure. Okay. I don't do like sweet fruity drinks. Like I, I feel like it's just. Too much of that, like it's a great like aper- not aperitif, digestif. It's uh, okay. it's good for after dinner, right? You need like that like sweet kick, yeah. And it's almost like a dessert. Like I I enjoy it, but it's not like the first thing that I think of when it comes to 
liquor. Grabbing a glass. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. I get that. Um, I think you brought me beer if I remember correctly and I don't because it was so long ago, but I, I, I think I remember enjoying whatever you brought. Uh, and I'm sorry. I'm not more specific about that. Um, more importantly, Kev, what's up with the, the gasser? Is that thing back on the road or? Yeah. What, what are your plans for that? I thought he posted a photo yes. of it running. It, um, it, yeah. I don't know if it was running. He definitely posted a photo recently, but. Oh, okay. Um, I hope so. Um, that dude, Paja asked lemons in May or September, definitely in May, probably also in September. So, um, and then the real S Mangs, why do so many car people get influenced instead of liking what they like? Um, I don't know. I feel like that's, I I feel like that's a fair question because I feel like that's what social media feeds you. Um, and I feel like probably so many people see what everybody else is doing on social media. Um, unless you're just like, you've always just kind of been doing your own thing, which, you know, you should do more, to, more power to you. It's okay to like, if you see something that you like to, to incorporate it, um, you know, if, it's always good to give credit if, if someone else did it, but they probably weren't even the first person who did it anyway. Um, but it, it, don't, I don't let social media fully dictate what you should and shouldn't like. Obviously that goes without saying, um, you don't have to fully push away from it too. Cause there's plenty of cool shit out there, but, but you know, post what makes you happy or modify your cars, how you see fit and, and it's, your mental health will be better for it. hundred percent. Like, well, I, I don't know, man, <laughs> like you, you've got to be really, I don't know my advice in, in this situation, or I guess my response to this is be resolute in what it is that you want and don't let anybody else's opinion deter you and be prepared for backlash because people just want to hate. Like a lot of people talk shit about my Mustang. Like I'm only thinking of it because it's my screensaver and I see it, but like I didn't build my Mustang for anybody else. And I did not care if anybody else understood it or got it or, you know, supported the build. Like, you know, my, uh, my sponsors definitely did, which is greatly appreciated, but, uh, you know, people love to hate and talk shit from afar and nobody's ever said a bad word to my face. I've, I've seen plenty of people that I even thought were friends of mine, like comment privately and like talk shit and, you know, say negative I'm things. Sorry, about I'm sorry you. I'm sorry you saw those messages. <laughs> but like, it it never bothered me because it was for those of you, for those of you listening. I'm not, I'm joking. I love Rod's monster. I know you, are, yeah. <laughs> I know you know. But um, no, nah, man. Like, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, get weird. Do whatever you want to do that makes you happy. Like, I you know, I personally like. I try, I definitely pay attention to what everybody else is doing, but for me, it's not to fit in and kind of like slide in like behind the wave. Like I'm always trying to do something different. Like, you know, I like what I like and I like things that are popular, just like I like popular music, but I also like, you know, some underground weird artists that, you know, definitely wouldn't appeal to the masses. So it's like, for me, it's like, how can I take something it's either take something that's like mainstream and very popular and make it unique and personalized or just start with something that's kind of 
underappreciated and not thought to be like, you know, the coolest or right. the, the, the fastest or the best for what, whatever parameter it is that you're considering and make it your own and update it and make it into something cool. And I won't say reliable, but <laughs> not at the top of my list, but uh, nah, you know, just make it, make it something that is, and an example of your personality or your taste and fuck what anybody else has to say. Like it, it really doesn't matter. Like I, I feel sorry for people that build shit to fit in or acceptance or win a trophy at a, at a car show. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to knock anybody that's building cars or doing right. car shit, but right. If you if you build a car specifically to get a trophy at a car show or to get recognition on Instagram in any particular community, like you're missing the point, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that, something that, like that makes it not fun because it's like yeah. if you don't get the gratification of that award or that fucking thumbs up from you know a certain number of people, like I, like at the end of the day, you have to go home and enjoy this shit. Yeah. You have yeah. to deal with it. Like, right. If you're not enjoying it, why put in the time, money, effort, and heartache for somebody else's approval? Like, I, I'll never understand that. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was all well said. Um, that's all I have for this week. Uh, I'm going to start. Just to round out some content, um, we're gonna we're gonna start getting some guests on. I think yes. people like I think people like when we get guests. I think you like when we get guests. Totally. Um, we're gonna, lined up what's that? I said you got any, anybody lined up already or no? But I I mean we know enough people that we could make stuff happen pretty quickly. For sure. uh, I'm, I'm not worried about that. I've just been lazy um and busy with other stuff uh oh. and uh so stay tuned for that stay tuned for me to give you more info on the show um stay tuned for more information on the upcoming lemons race and uh ron's saga of either lightning or sl silver arrow there's gonna, be some, there's gonna be some sort of truck and sl combination coming soon all right I like it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for the questions. We will see you. Somebody's breaking into my apartment right now. Oh, that's fun. Should I stay on the line? Or my window may have just gotten tagged. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> really? I think so. Wow. Let me, let me stop recording. <laughs> okay.